Another edition of the Total Sports Live podcast here on Anchor. I'm Jovan Alford, and I'll be joined shortly by Nick Earnshaw to recap last week's surprising, yes, surprising road win by your Philadelphia Eagles over the Denver Broncos um, at at Mile High uh, last week. However, before we do that, we do got to pay the bills here. So make sure you are following us on Twitter at Total Sports Live and checking us checking us out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, Lampley Anchor, like I said, Twitter, at Total Sports Live, and check out TotalSportsLive.com, which will be looking brand new very shortly with all new logo redesign, brand new website, just a whole bunch of stuff coming in store down the pipeline. So be make sure that you're following us on uh, Twitter. You might have known the under construction in the bio and hopefully a new website coming very, very soon uh, for everybody. So make sure you check that um, check that out there. Um, but before we talk about last uh, last week's g- uh, good road win by the Eagles, somehow they're a better road team than they are a home team. I got to bring on my guy, Nick Earnshaw. No Harrison with us this week. So it's just uh, so it's just me and Nick on the podcast. Uh, Nick, how are you doing? The Eagles come away with the road win. Uh, last week after losing last week to the Chargers, but to come back with the road win, how you doing? Hey, Joe Vaughn, always great to be on the Total Sports Live podcast. Yeah, we're going to miss Harrison this week. He did contribute, though, uh, towards the end when we pick our anytime touchdown picks of the week, so we'll get to hear that. Um, but yeah, no, I'm excited to talk about this Eagles win. I mean, it was, like you mentioned, it was a surprising win for the Birds out in Denver at Mile High. Um, they really played well. I think it was the most well-put-together game uh, for this team uh, throughout the entirety of this season. So, yeah, I'm excited to get into it. Uh, it was a lot to break down, a lot to talk about, and I uh, can't wait to get rolling. Yeah, for sure. And you mentioned it after losing a tough game to the Los Angeles Chargers in week nine at the length 27-24. The Eagles took their talents onto the road in search of another road win. They've been road warriors this season, if you haven't noticed the trends, uh, this time against the Denver Broncos. However, unlike their game against the Chargers, the Eagles made plays on both sides of the ball. Yes, we even got a defensive touchdown score by none other than Darius Slay, second in three weeks, uh, to secure a 30-13 win um, in Denver. The Eagles are now 4-6 and six on the season, and guess what, Nick? You wouldn't believe this. I was surprised when I saw it earlier this week that the Eagles are in the hunt for the last wild card spot oh, in the yeah. NFC. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, could you? who would have oh, thought man. Like, a couple weeks ago that they'd be in the hunt to be even considered into the playoff position? I mean, it's just crazy. Listen, they've played well the past couple weeks. Even in the loss to the Chargers, they hung in there with a really good team out mm-hmm. at, in Los Angeles. You know, they have a good young quarterback in Justin Herbert. They have some good players on the offensive side, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, and they hung in there. And then they go into Denver – They've played so well on the road. It's so weird. Usually the Eagles, you know, you think they'd be, you know, home warriors, you know, with, with right. you know, how, how good the fan base is for the Eagles at home at the link. But they've won games on the road. They go into Denver. and Denver has not been a slouch of a team this year by any means. Uh, they play good defense. Teddy Bridgewater is definitely a player who is very efficient when throwing the football. And, you know, they went in there and had a big game. And play well on both sides of the ball, but yeah, I mean, one game out of the playoffs, I I could not, I did not expect this going going into the season. I don't think none of us did, and we look back at that game, 
uh, Jalen Hurts another out, another solid good game from the young quarterback. Sixteen to twenty-three for one hundred and seventy-eight yards, two touchdowns, the interception, and fifty-five rushing yards. I think he had a quarterback rating of over a hundred um, in this game. Devontae Smith. What a game for the rookie again. He had a he had a great game. Four receptions on six targets for 66 yards and two touchdowns. Giving him three two giving him three touchdowns in the last two games. And we talk about that defense, Nick. They held the Broncos running game, which has a very comfortable duo in uh, Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon held only 96 yards on the ground and one of 11 on third down conversions. When you look at his Eagles team going uh, in more depthly, uh, they have now in the last three games against the Lions, the Chargers, and the Broncos held each of those teams under 100, under 100 rushing yards. And you look at their statistics overall, they're 11th in the NFL in scoring on offense at 25.7 points per game. And now on defense, they are now ranked 14th in, in points against with 23.1 points per game. So it seems like things are turning around uh, for this um, for, for this Eagles team, Nick, after um, after they um, let's see, after they lost that game bef- uh, before after they lost to the Raiders, it seemed like they really turned things around um, heading into the stretch now in, in, uh, in November and December. But looking at last week's game, what stood out to you, you know, in a game that a lot of people didn't really expect them to win? Um, Vegas had them as an have had them as a um, underdog in this spot, especially against a Broncos team that blew up the Cowboys in dominating fashion at Jerry World in uh, in the previous week. Yeah, for me, I mean, it just goes to show you how much this team has developed uh, in, over the course of the season. And I want to start with the coaching staff. I mean. I kind of reeled on Nick Sirianni a little bit last week. Uh, you know, he he wasn't having a balanced offense at all this year, uh, kind of going from one extreme to the next. Last week against the Broncos, he did a pretty good job of balancing this offense. Jalen Hurts throwing the ball 23 times, running it 39 times. That's a little bit better. Um, I'm so glad they started incorporating the, the these running mm-hmm. backs into the offense. I mean, getting Jordan Howard off the practice squad, utilizing Boston Scott. I don't know why they weren't using him in the first place. Uh, getting these two guys involved, they're so dynamic, splitting carries between them. And then Jalen Hurts doing it with his feet as well. I, I'm really excited at how um, they've utilized the run game. And Nick Sirianni, he's starting to come along, I feel. He's starting to kind of figure things out kind of balance this team, you know, utilize uh, players' strengths where they where they need be. And uh, I think, you know, when it comes to Jalen Hurts, too, uh, I think he looks so composed. I think the first half of the Denver game was his best half of football of his young, short career so far. Mm-hmm. He played extremely well. Um, he looked composed in the pocket. Sometimes he wouldn't let the pocket develop a little bit uh, early on in the season. Now he's starting, right. to stay, he's starting to stay calm, stay focused in the pocket, let routes develop um, and, and let plays continue on and, and he did a really good job of that uh 16 to 23 very efficient 103.2 uh quarterback rating uh so listen i i, I think um i think hertz is really starting to develop i think you know people were kind of you know hard on him early on and you have to let a young quarterback he still is basically a rookie in, in my perspective he hasn't had played a full season yet um and you know he's really started to you know come around and, and come into his own and i think when i saw what he was able to do in the pocket and let plays develop and get the ball to Devontae Smith, who had a big game on his birthday. Two touchdowns for him. Make good throws. Uh, he's really starting to develop into a quarterback, and he should definitely be considered uh, going forward as a starting quarterback. Now, on the other side of the ball, 
I think Jonathan Gannon made some adjustments for once. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you didn't see some of these players play so far off these cornerbacks, off wide receivers. They kind of came up a little bit more this week against Denver, this past week against Denver. And then, you know, you go uh, with some of the turnovers, big play slay, coming up with a big fumble recovery. And I think the one thing that I really noticed, uh, they didn't allow drives to be elongated. And, yes. you know, looking at Denver, they were one for 11 on third down. That's huge. That is huge. When you don't allow teams to continue drives and mm-hmm. allow your defense to be on the field, get tired, then you're, you're, you're going to win a lot of football games if, you know, your defense is not on the field a ton. So I have to give credit. They played really well in Denver. They held Teddy Bridgewater down, didn't allow him to make the big plays. Um, and Javante Williams wasn't able to get going. Over 100 yards against Dallas he had a week before, and he's able to get it going. So, yeah, I think this was a well-put-together team on both sides, a well-put-together game on both sides of the ball for this Eagles team. Yeah, most definitely. You mentioned it, you know, hold, you know, holding that Broncos offense, which kind of thrives on, you know, just picking up little chunk plays here and there and kind of moving the chains. And they did that so well against Dallas to hold them to one for 11 on third down. That's huge. You know, that's, that's, that's getting off the field and, you know, and then, you know, almost playing a field position game um, at that point. And you mentioned uh, Jalen Hurts, you know, like you said, that was probably one of the best halves of football we've seen. And I mean, we probably didn't imagine that this Eagles offense from where they came from the beginning of the season. And now, like you said, the balance from the run game to the quarterback, it just all came into full focus there. I mean, the touchdown path to Devontae Smith, you know, that, that was the a, a a good ball and a great catch, you know what I'm saying? Like that's what, and almost when you said, when you was breaking down, you know, talking about Hurts, it almost reminded me of, um, and I'm not comparing the two because they're two different quarterbacks, right? But how we used to say about Nick Foles, right? Nick Foles, you know, he gave right. his wide receivers to make a play on the ball and gave them that chance, right? And we saw that on a Devontae Smith touchdown, you know, pass. It, it was two guys there, right? Two guys there with Patrick Sertan, the second two former right teammates, there. right? Two former, former teammates, teammates, Joe Mon. Yeah, <laughs> in, in 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 some weird multi multi universe there, we have three former Alabama teammates right there, and Hertz just let Devonte Smith to go up and make a play, and he made the play, and that kind of set the tone for the rest of his game. And and Jalen and Jalen Hertz almost had another touchdown, um, if Quez Watkins didn't let a ball hit off his hands on another, you know, beautifully thrown ball. By Hertz, and you can just tell, like you said, that confidence just and it helps when you have a running game, right? When you have Jordan Howard getting 84 yards. Uh, let me see, do he have 84 yards? I think he did, yeah, 83. Excuse me, having him get 83 yards, his longest run of the day was 25 yards. Then you come back with Boston Scott, 81 yards himself, longest run 23, and he also had. 24 uh, receiving yards. You got over 100 total yards of offense from Boston Scott. So when you see that from your running game, it and, we, and we've been saying this for weeks before they was running the ball, when you run the ball, it makes the quarterback's life, you know, life easier. You hope now with Miles Sanders coming back that they continue to run the ball and that you don't stop seeing uh, Jordan Howard and Boston Scott because those guys have been very integral um, along with this offensive line and making sure that this Eagles offense gets off the ground and, and running quintessentially. Yeah, I, I agree with wholeheartedly with what, what you just broke down. I mean, yeah, when you're able to get Jordan Howard into the offense and he's just been a huge contributor now, ever since he got on with the practice squad, why he was on the practice squad to start the year beyond me. So my, my big thing is how are they going to integrate Miles Sanders? Because we saw Nick Sirianni, 
not use him early on in the season. Now you're going to have all these backs. You have so many weapons in the backfield to utilize. Um, they're so deep at that position. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how Nick Sirianni goes forward with some of these running backs. You can't take away really carries from Jordan Howard at this point. I think for Boston Scott, I would like to see – listen, he only had two receptions. I'd like to see him get maybe four four receptions and yes. five targets in a yes. game. So, you know, you're not taking away his a bulk of his uh, production because he can give you uh, a lot in, when he gets out in the open, open field. So, yeah, listen, I, I think this team has started to develop really well. The coaching staff has and also looking at the quarterback and Jalen Hurts. I mean, he looked composed. He looked ready to go, and he made some really good throws, like you mentioned, at the top of the segment. Uh, you know, that throw up to De- uh, Devontae Smith against Patrick Routain, he's allowing these receivers to go up and make a play and get and get the football. So, listen, he's making better throws, uh, and I think he's developing himself into more of a pocket presence and have that. Uh, I think it's going to be key as he grows as a quarterback because we know he could do it with the legs. Uh, that's, mm-hmm. that's not a problem, and that's just going to be a, another skill set he's going to add. So if he can find a way – to you know, be composed in the pocket as his career continues, I, he's going to be an ultimate force. 100%. And, you know, before we jump to, you know, this Sunday's game, it's New Orleans Saints. I do got to highlight one player on defense who I think, and you might agree with this, that is really starting to come on as late. And this is only a second year, but it seems like the Eagles might have found something with this guy. And that is Davion Taylor. Seven combined tackles um, in last week's game and two forced fumbles. You know, this is a guy that really didn't see the field last season. I think due to injury, played a little bit last year. But now we're really starting him, starting to see him, you know, really pop on the field and really make plays. Using that athleticism that everybody talked about you know, coming out in last year's draft, you know, talking about his athleticism at the linebacker spot. We're starting to see it now, Nick. And he's been a guy, I think, you know, honestly, you know, between uh, between him and Avante Maddox, those two guys right, right there have really, you know, stood out to me on this defense the last few weeks. Most definitely. I, I think when it comes to, you know, Davion Taylor, uh, he's a mid-round pick. You know, I think they kind of find, found a gem. He's just finding himself around the football at this point, and he's really stepped up for this team because we know they're very thin at the linebacker position, uh, the Eagles are, and we've known that for the past couple of years, how he hasn't spent a lot of money and time on that. He's drafted kind of you know in the latter rounds, Davion Taylor being one of those picks, and, and right yep. now he's finding himself around the football. He's contributing on, on this defense, and you know I'm really excited to see how he continues to develop. I mean, they have a lot of young players, and this was a year that, you know, Weren't really expecting to be in the playoff hunt, but they are. They right. themselves are. So that's a very good sign. They're, they're developing some really good young players. And I think Avante Maddox has found his niche in that, you know, nickel corner spot in the slot, mm-hmm. you know, as that slot corner. And he's played really well having, you know, Steven Nelson and Darius Slay on the outside. I, I think he's found his role there and, and he's done a really good job. I think that was a really good sign of getting Steven Nelson by the Eagles and it's allowed other players like Avante Max and now step up and kind of contribute in ways that are based upon their skill sets. Yeah. And, and, and who knew, right. You know, getting a guy, another, getting another outside cornerback, right. And, you know, being able to put, um, being able to put that, you know, putting Avante Maddox in the nickel where he should have always been in my opinion. And you would agree with that. Always should have been there and putting him in that and putting him in that slot position, um, it's, it's, it's paid, it's definitely paid off. And, 
in 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 huge dividends, right? And and that's what you that's what you like to see. And you hope that this team continues to build off of what they've already done and carry that into this week's game against the New Orleans Saints. This is the Total Sports Live podcast here on Anchor. I'm Joe Von Alford, always joined by my guy Nick Earnshaw. And let's look forward to uh, Sunday's game where the Eagles will be taking on the Saints who are coming off of a tough road loss to the Titans and have lost two consecutive games, one to the Falcons at home and now to the um, to the Tennessee Titans. Uh, we found out on Friday afternoon that uh, New Orleans will not have star running back Alvin Kamara and two starting offensive linemen uh, coming into this game, and they don't have Jameis Winston, so it's been the Trevor Simeon show for the last um, few weeks at quarterback. With that being said, Nick, you know what must the Eagles do to finally get their first uh, their first home win? of the season. Vegas loves them. They're their 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 favorite this week. You know, the public doesn't the public isn't back in the Eagles this week. They're back they're back in the Saints. But it seems like the stars are aligning, you know, for the Eagles to, you know, potentially get their first home win. If they get this win, it also sets up to where they hold the tiebreaker over the Saints. In a potential they get the last wild card spot in in the last wild card spot. Yeah. No, I, I think you're. I think you're definitely right. I mean, the stars are kind of aligning for this team at the moment, and you know, when it comes to to the Eagles at home, they have not played particularly well. And you would think it'd be the opposite. They played extremely well on the road uh, this season, and you know, on at home, they just haven't been able to get it done. Now for the mm-hmm. Saints, uh, going up against them, they're you know they have a, they're very banged up. I mean, they lose they lose uh, Jameis Winston for the year. Uh, Taysom Hill's also questionable, you know, the fake quarterback, I like to call him, um, because he, <laughs> he, I, he just is. He's not a quarterback. He's a tight end. Um, but, you know, they have Trevor Simeon. Um, listen, I, I think for the Eagles, if they can if they can run the football like they like they have been and stay balanced on offense, that is going to be the key for this game. Going, to, They just have to, they have to continue to stay balanced on the offensive side of things, and that is what's going to be really key, I, I think, for them to win. Continue to get... Jordan Howard carries, continue to get Boston Scott involved. Yep. And, you know, if, you know, Jalen Hurts had success in his first career NFL start against New Orleans Saints. So there you go. It was at home last year. So With the running uh, game. Yeah. Yeah. You, you utilize the running game. You're going to take pressure off Hurts. And I think if they continue to do that, that is going to be what's going to lead to an Eagles victory. Yeah. And, and, and in the running game, we saw in last week's game, last season's game against the same Saints defense, for the most part, it helped them. Um, and it's and it's going to be a, it's going to be you know essential in this week's game. They're playing in the Saints run defense is pretty good. I think they're only giving up about seventy nine uh, yards on the ground, which is really good. So the thing for the Eagles is that you can't get discouraged if the run doesn't start working automatically, right? Don't start you know panicking and like, well, we're not getting the same rips, you know, we're not ripping off the same you know runs or the yardage that we were getting in the previous you know last few games. You got to stick with it. You got to stay with it, and you know, and 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 it makes something happen. And defensively, I think if you're able to get some turnovers. On Trevor Simeon, who, you know, he's been okay this season. He hasn't been, you know, nothing spectacular. You know, you could be in business because this thing's offense is not the same as it used to be. There's no Alvin Kamara. Um, There's no Michael Thomas or wide receiver. You're down to Marquez, uh, Marquez Calloway, uh, Deontay Harris, uh, Kenny Stills, Adam Troutman at tight end. You know, it's not the, it's not, it's not the most, you know, collective, uh, you know, 
great group of receivers. So it, it's going to be up to the defensive line, especially when you don't, again, we saw last week, they didn't get, you know, they didn't get, you know, a lot of sacks on Bridgewater, but they got pressure, right? And that's the same thing you got to do here. You got to get pressure. Uh, Simeon this season hasn't really been that great, like I said, against Tampa 16 to 29 for a touchdown, 159 yards. Um, that's, what, that's when he came in for Jameis uh, Winston. His, his first start against the uh, Falcons only completed 60.9% of his passes for 249s, two touchdowns, zero INTs. Last week against the Titans, 55.8 completion percentage, 298 yards, two touchdowns. So he hadn't thrown an interception yet. <laughs> his quarterback rate has gotten better, Nick, but his completion percentage is not that good. You got to hope that the Eagles defense learns from what they did last week against the Broncos and do not allow Trevor Simeon to have a career high day, which will probably be like a 65% completion percentage or higher um, on Sunday. No, you're 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 dead on. I mean, I listen in the Tampa Bay game. I feel like that was a little bit of a fluke, um, mm-hmm. but you know, for for the for the New Orleans Saints, I mean, they have missed Michael Thomas. Uh, they don't have yes. a top fifty, even a top fifty-five receiver in receiving yards this year. Deontay Harris is fifty-eighth in the league in receiving yards. That's their top receiver uh, when it comes to receiving yards. So. I mean, they've had trouble in the passing game this year, and you're not going to have your best weapon in Alvin Kamara. Uh, they did trade for Mark Ingram, so, you know, he's still— He's going to be a factor. He's a serviceable back still, most definitely. Um, but, yeah, I mean, in the passing game, this should be a day for the Eagles secondary to, you know, kind of, you know, hang out a little bit. I mean, they don't have any, you know, guys that are in a while. You mark his Callaway, you know, can take the top, top off occasionally. We saw in the preseason a little bit. Hasn't really transferred over to the regular season as much. Occasionally he'll have a big touchdown or a big play, but no, this is this is a game that's setting up for the Eagles to have success in. Um, but you know they're just I think offensively they cannot make mistakes. If the defense for the Eagles, if, all, if the offense for the Eagles, if they're able to keep a balanced offense, utilize Jordan Howard, and if you get Miles Sanders back, great. I think that helps them even more um, in the running game because we know what he can do on the ground, and then. For, for the Eagles' defense, I, I think, you know, a lot, not allowing drives to continue. Uh, get Trevor Simeon off the field early and often. Don't allow the Saints' offense to continue drives like they, get against De- De- like they did against Denver. So I, I think this is a matchup that's very favorable uh, for the Eagles. And, you know, they, they're still looking for that first home win. So I feel like they're going to be much energized heading into this week. They definitely will be in that game. Um, will be at 105, I think. 105, 1 o'clock, 1 o'clock, yep, 1 o'clock um, on Sunday at uh, Lincoln Financial uh, Field. The Eagles lead the all-time series 18 to 15. Um, yeah, they lead the they lead the series 18 to 15. And surprisingly, Nick, here's something. Um, the last two times that the, that the Eagles have played the Saints at, uh, at home, they've won both games. Did you know that? Uh, last That's season, good. obviously, 24, good. yeah, last season, 24-21, and then we go back to uh, October 11th of 2015, they beat the New Orleans Saints 39-17, to so that's something uh, to keep in mind, obviously, a totally two different teams, obviously not last year's teams, a lot of players are still here, but something to just keep in mind as we look forward to uh, Sunday afternoon's uh, contest. Uh, before we wrap up this week's edition of the podcast, we really appreciate everybody once again for tuning in and checking out the Total Sports uh, Live uh, podcast. Like I said, you can follow us on Twitter at Total Sports Live. Check out the pod, uh, check out 
uh, totalsportslive.com in the next few weeks for a brand new website uh, with all con for with brand new, you know, interactive, engaging content on all your Philadelphia sports teams, uh, colleges, and a little bit of betting and uh, fantasy sports as well. You'll have all that on totalsportslive.com. And make sure, like I said, you, follow, you listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and et cetera. So last week, we introduced a brand new segment. <laughs> we still didn't come up with a name of it. We're still working. We're still working through that. We came with a, a new segment looking at anytime touchdowns. Yes. Um, after uh, I, I titled it in the uh, in the in the outline, the Renfro Special. I don't know. We got to come. We're, we're working on it. We're working on the cool name for this for this segment. And last week, surprisingly, when we just went out on a whim, <laughs> it actually paid off and worked for us. <laughs> surprisingly, surprisingly, I think what we had like four picks last week. We had four picks. We had yeah. Um, yep. We had the Robbie Anderson anytime Zach touchdown. Moss. Zach Moss. Uh, Devontae Smith, and then we had yeah. Christian Kirk as Kirk. well, right? Oh, I know. I ruined it. I ruined it. He got all the targets. He got, he got the targets. That's the crazy not, part. Not in the red zone. And that's what you like score. to see. And that's what you like to see when you're, when you're petting on the anytime touchdown. You want to see some type of production. Like, okay, he's getting some targets. He gets some receptions. He, he, might, he, might, he might have some opportunities, but alas, it did not happen. However, um, it was, don't, don't, don't get it twisted, folks. It was looking kind of grim for us early. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. But then it turned out pretty good. It turned out well. And it was all started by the Zach Moss touchdown, even though uh, late in that game against the uh, Jets where the Buffalo Bills blew them out. But, you know, again, they um, it, it was it was it was getting kind of dark because Matt Breida was scoring touchdowns. And I was like, when did Matt Breida? <laughs> when did he become a factor? Yeah, when did he become a factor? I'd have been cool if it was like Gabriel Davis or like yeah. Cole Beasley. I'd yep. be straight with that. But I was like, <laughs> Matt Breida. I'm like the Madden glitch himself, Matt Breida. <laughs> so, but then once we got Zach Moss, it was like, all right, the ball's rolling. Like, I'm like, all right, we're in good shape. One out of four. We already, we've already done our job, right? We already came away with one win. And then the second one, I think it was, I think who, I think it was the Devontae Smith had to touch on first before Robbie Anderson, right? Yeah, I, I think say. so. It was yeah. right, right around the same time. They were both right around the game. same time. Right around the same time. So we're in the group chat, whatever, right? And then we see the Devontae Smith touchdown. So we're, like, stoked. Like, yo, we just hit two out of four. Like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> this can't be real. Like, anybody knows anytime touchdown bets are hard and telling stuff. It's hard to score a touchdown in the NFL in general, right? So to go two out of four, we're, we're psyched. And then literally, like, minutes later, Cam Newton comes in in the goal line and throws the touchdown pass to Robbie Anderson. And we go three for four. So it was just like we won the week. Like there is nothing else that we could like do. And if we got Christian Kirk, like we might have retired after that. We were like, all right, we're retired. It's yeah, over. Yeah, the segment might not have came. We're going back to at Vegas all. after that. We're going to right. Vegas after that. <laughs> we're going to Atlantic City. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, oh yeah. We 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 would like retire the segment, but alas, we're back with it again. Um, and since we went, since we went three out of four, let's let me just put the disclaimer out there. The only, the only, the only thing now for us to do is to go down from here. Uh, <laughs> hit three out of, hit three out of four is luck. And if we somehow do, if somehow we are in the positive again, then we might be onto something. But we do have some plays for y'all this weekend at any time touchdown, um, uh, category. So if you have your phones out, if you have some pencils, some paper. I don't care if you got a marker. 
Um, here's our some here are some of our anytime touchdown plays that you need to be checking out um, on your various sports books. Uh, who are some of your guys uh, that you're looking out for this week, Nick? All right, so I got to get back on my Renfro grind this week. So uh, I'm gonna <laughs> have to get back on track. Uh, so. For my first one, I'm going to go Mike Gesicki. He's plus 150 on DraftKings. You know, he's gotten a lot of targets uh, by the Dolphins this year, whoever's that quarterback, whether it's Tua, whether it's Jacoby Brissett, whoever. Um, in the last uh, three out of his last four games, he's had seven or more targets. Um, he's also had games where he's had 12, nine targets as well. Um, really was in the beginning of the season where he wasn't getting a ton. But as the season's rolled along, he's kind of become a security blanket for those quarterbacks in Miami and they're playing the Jets this week and you know the Jets will have some trouble uh in the passing game so I like Gesicki scoring a touchdown this week for the Miami Dolphins I have one more I'm gonna have to go with T Higgins he's plus 150 on FanDuel plus 140 on DraftKings uh I think this week you know they're gonna have to worry about some other factors uh Jamar Chase Joe Mixon Tyler Boyd I think T, this is a great opportunity for T. Higgins to kind of have a breakout game against the Raiders this week. So T. Higgins and Mike Isicki are my two picks for an anytime touchdown. All right. I like those picks, you know, especially because I'm a T. Higgins stand. Yeah. So anytime, <laughs> yes, you are. And, and, and anytime you get some T. Higgins love in there, uh, we definitely uh, got to do that. Before I get to my picks, we do have Harrison's pick. Harrison uh, said in the group chat, that he's going with Robbie Anderson. So we're going Robbie Anderson back-to-back weeks. I don't know if uh, it's going to work. I'm feeling it. Cam Newton, Cam Newton right. starting, I'm feeling it. He's going to go Cam Robbie is, all day. Cam is starting. No disrespect to DJ Moore, but <laughs> it's time for Robbie Anderson now. To it's eat. time to shine. It's time for him to shine against a Washington football team secondary that has allowed 12 touchdowns to wide receivers this season. That is with that is up there um, with the likes of the Dolphins, the Cardinals, the Falcons, Titans, and the Colts. So when you hear that, you we're going to go with Robbie with his speed at home in Carolina. Um, we're going to go – Harrison's going to go with uh, Robbie. And right now, Robbie is plus 300 on FanDuel, plus 225 on DraftKings. On draft so if I was you, I would go on the FanDuel and hook up that plus 300 um, on Robbie Anderson. And for me, I have a few picks on the window this week, a few picks, a few picks. Um, starting off with um, – Starting off with Miles Gaskin, I was not going to go with this selection at first, just because I thought the books had got had a uh, had started to figure me out <laughs> because I saw Miles Gaskin's anytime touchdown number on a Fanduel with that minus one twenty. But I think we're getting a better deal here on on DraftKings at plus one fifty. He's going against the New York Jets defense, folks, which have hear me out, hear me out. They've given up nineteen rushing touchdowns this season. You hear me? 19 rushing touchdowns. They cannot stop nobody on the ground when it comes to scoring a touchdown. And then when you break it down further, 19 of those, 19 of 17 of those 19 rushing touchdowns have come via the running back. So when I hear that, I'm going to plug away. And even though the Dolphins running game has been horrific, it's been tragic. It has been God awful this season. Doesn't matter if it's Miles Gaskin or Salvin Ahmed in the backfield. I'm going to put hope in that Miles Gaskin will get us a touchdown against the Joe Flacco Jets this weekend. So put down <laughs> put down Miles oh, Gaskin man. there. Oh, um, Joe Flacco, I forgot. Yes, Joe totally Flacco. Forgot. I want I wonder what Joe Flacco's anytime touchdown number is before I get to my other one. Let's see. Um let's see. For Joe Flacco to score a touchdown, it is I got it. Oh wow. Plus seven fifty. 
No, you know, <laughs> Joe, if Joe gets on the ground, you know, he could, he could, you know, he could get you some really nice plus money. sneak action. Little QB sneak QB action. sneak action, maybe, maybe at the goal line. <laughs> which will probably, which will make Michael Carter and Ty Johnson fantasy managers very pissed off uh, in the process is that if, if that were to happen. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, Joe Flacco. And I got, like I said, a couple more here. I'm going to go Tyler Lockett, um, anytime touchdown, uh, at plus 145 on FanDuel, plus 130 on DraftKings. Tyler Lockett has uh, had a quiet a couple of games. Um, didn't do much last week with Russell Wilson returning um, back, you know, into the starting lineup for the Seattle Seahawks. However, Russ is back for week for a second week in a row. He's going against a Cardinals defense, Nick, that has given up 13 touchdowns to wide receivers this season. And we saw it last week with Robbie Anderson. And it was but it was in the goal yeah. line. But yes, we did. Yes, we did. It's it's been a tough go for the Cardinals the past couple of weeks, you know. They're going to need Kyler and DeAndre Hopkins back. Oh, it's trying to you know, boost the morale of that team. But, you know, they still have they still are in good shape uh, in that division. So, But, yeah, they've given a lot of touchdowns to uh, to wide receivers. And that, that's a great pick, I think, for especially with Russell Wilson coming back. Yes, with Russell coming back. You look at the last, like, two – you look at last season's game against the, uh, <laughs> against the Cardinals. Uh, Tyler Lockett had four touchdowns last season uh, in week seven. He had 15 catches for 200 yards and 20 targets on three with three touchdowns. If you remember that game, that was the 37-34 shootout um, at Arizona. Then home uh, a few weeks later, he had a touchdown, nine receptions for 67 yards. His last six games um, against the Cardinals, he has five touchdowns. So you know what? I'm going to go with Tyre Lockett. I'm going to say that he finds his way into the end zone um, this week against the Arizona Cardinals. And I got one more. You know, I we we gave out Robbie Anderson last week as this super long shot at like plus what he like plus four eighty plus four hundred. This week, I'm going with another long shot. We're going with Ryan Tannehill plus three ten anytime okay. touchdown. Okay. Going against the Houston Texans. The Texans have given up 15 rushing touchdowns this season. Um, they really haven't, you know, they've, they've got a little something, something going on uh, with AP and Jeremy McNichols in the backfield and Dante Foreman. However, however, we've seen in the goal line situation so far this season that Ryan Tannehill is finding his new, is finding a way into the end zone. He has scored a rushing touchdown in, in the last two weeks against the Rams and against the Saints. In his last five games, he scored a rushing touchdown. And four of them against the Bills, the Chiefs, the Rams, and the Saints, which all have better defenses than the Houston Texans. So you know what? I'm going to lay the plus 310 on DraftKings for Ryan Tannehill to score a touchdown. I might be wrong, but you know what? We're going to take that shot. Listen, I like it. I like it a lot. Going with the quarterback this week. I you know, I like it. I, like, I think it's a, it's a pretty gutsy move. I, I, I Listen, I think I might – I might follow you in, in that, Jova. I might lay some, some money down this week on some Ryan Tannehill anytime touchdown. I mean, he's like their best like Russian option right now outside of like no Derrick Henry. Yeah, no, no Derrick Henry. Henry. It's unfortunate. So 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 you have Ryan Tannehill in fantasy right now. I'm pretty sure you're eating at an all-time high <laughs> with no Derrick Henry. <laughs> he's like doing it all uh, yep. right now with uh, with Tannehill, and then there's no like Julio too. So yeah, this just screams like it's Tannehill time uh, right now uh, for the Titans. So uh, that's our picks this week. 
Uh, you got Mike Gusecki, anytime touchdown, T. Higgins, Robbie Anderson, Tyler Lockett, Ryan Tannehill, Miles Gaskin. So if I do the quick math, that's about like what six picks? You got like six. So if we at least get three, I think I, I think saw we'll be, it if we get three. Yeah, we get we get three. I think we're straight. Now if we somehow go four for five, four or five out of six, then you know what? Then I I, I don't know what to tell you. Just I will know, say this, sure. Jovan. I will say this. If Ryan Tannehill scores this week, we're renaming the uh, the segment to Tannehill Time. That's what we're yeah, rename. Yeah, you go. That's what we're gonna re- we're gonna we're rename it to Tannehill, Tannehill Time. time. All right, that should be the it. thing. Let's do this. I will say right now on the podcast, whatever special pick, crazy pick we go with that week, if they score, that's the ne- that's next week's segment name. That is the next week's segment name. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so you heard it here first. If Robbie Anderson or Tannehill go off, since they have the longest odds. Then the we will we will change the name of the second. Yes, yes. Is how, uh, that's just how we roll. So um, that's gonna wrap up this edition of the podcast. We really appreciate by tuning in and checking out another edition of the Total Sports Live podcast. But before we do, um, Nick, anything on, up on the horizon for you over at the radio station for Rowan? Yeah, so we just finished up uh, Rowan football. That, that season has just ended, um, and now we're heading into the Rowan basketball season. I'll be doing some play-by-play, some color producing uh, for Rowan basketball. Also just put out a new episode of Planet Philly. For the, for the next couple of weeks, won't be about two weeks during Thanksgiving break, we won't have an episode. But uh, with uh, Phil Anastasia, he used to be a beat reporter for the Eagles, columnist uh, for the Enquirer, just did an interview with him. So if you want to check that out, uh, just go to WGLS Sports on uh, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts as well. That was a pretty fun interview to, to do. Um, but other than that, yeah, just you know, hang out off sides, uh, and I can't wait on uh, you know to come back from from break and uh, you'll get back on off sides five o'clock every Wednesday. And then we just got we got Total Sports Live under construction. I can't wait for the rebrand, the reboot. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. And we'll somehow do our G League podcast that we just came up with on the fly in last week's show. We'll, we'll work out the logistics for that one <laughs> uh, when, we get a, when we get a chance and actually get down to sit and actually some watch some G League action, which has been very phenomenal uh, through the first, you know, through the first few games this season just across the league. Been a lot of great performances. But that's going to wrap up this podcast for me um, and Nick. Everyone have a great one, and we will talk to you guys next week. No, next week is Thanksgiving, so you might not hear from us next week. So the week after, you'll hear from us. But, again, make sure you check out and keep it locked at Total Sports Live on Twitter. Everyone have a good one. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs>